Welcome to Believe Right, the weekly radio ministry of Apostle Joe Perosic and Pastor Rena Perosic, originating from MFC Ministries in Morgantown, West Virginia, USA. Thank you for joining us as we look into the anointed Word of God and learn how it applies to our lives today. Jesus is alive and is healing, blessing, delivering, and changing lives all through placing faith in Him, taking in God's Word, and beginning to believe right for all areas of our lives. Now, here's this week's broadcast. Psalm 51, verse 10, if you've got it up there, please. Thank you. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. We'll just keep going if that's okay. Cast me not away from thy presence, and take not, not thy Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of my salvation, and uphold me with thy free spirit. Then I will teach transgressors thy ways, and sinners shall be converted unto thee. Do you know when David said this? That, oh, we'll read one more. Deliver me from my guiltness, O God, and thou, O God, and my salvation and my tongue shall sing aloud of thy Righteous. Do you know when David wrote that? How many of you know when David wrote that? I got the Bible readers putting their hands up. It's right after he slept with Bathsheba. Immediately. Immediately after he sinned, he's, he's still talking to God and asking God to clean his heart up. He didn't run away. He went to God. I just think that's amazing. You had a guy killed, took his wife, and you're still talking to God. He must have really knew God well because I don't know about you, that might take me a few years to even want to talk to God again if I did something like that because I would feel like such a scumbag. You understand? It would make me separate. I'm, maybe I'm not mature as David, you know? But David could do that and then switch. David was quick to repent. So he asked God to create in him a clean heart. That's what really matters is your heart. Verse 6 says, truth in the inward parts. If, if you've got that, I'd like to put it up there. I'm backing up, I realize. See, the truth in your inward parts determines what your life is really like. We like to think it's what we think. We like to think it's what we did. But I will tell you, God works by your truth, the truth that's in you. That puts the big responsibility on your life, doesn't it? As a man think in his heart, so is he. We, when we're not right, we try to do all the right things and we expect the right things to happen, but God works with the inward parts because David did all the wrong things, but God saw his heart and still made good things happen. It's how honest you are with yourself. There is the power. How honest you are with yourself determines the power level that you live at. Now, I realize it's the Word, but the Word said you've got to believe it with your heart. So the heart is so connected to your life. And I'm a confession guy, you know. I thank you, Father, I walk in victory. Every cell in my body, well, I just did it this morning before I come over here. I said, I thank you, Lord, every cell in my body is normal. I curse anything that lives in my body that shouldn't be there in the name of Jesus. I command it to die. I said, my skin shall live, and I shall, I shall have good tissue. I just said all that this morning. Okay, that's great. But my heart has to be connected to those statements eventually. You start out in faith talking, but somewhere down the line, you actually got to believe it. Right. With your heart, you believe. So really, 
we have enough word, but the emphasis sometimes I think needs to move to the inward parts where there needs to be truth. I'm, I don't know how to explain it. I'm doing the best I can. But when you get something in the inward parts, you change. I mean, I've gotten so convicted in my heart sometimes that my heart was smote and I thought, my God, what a wicked guy I am. I call that conviction. And it's what changes your actions. You know that story I always tell you that's in that Myrl Perman book. Uh, they asked the theologian what repentance was and he gave him a paragraph and they asked the little boy and he says, well, you're sorry enough to quit. The little boy had the best understanding. The theologian had a page, but the little boy says, well, you're sorry enough to quit. In other words, when you get smote enough in your heart to change, I think that, that you have to make sure your heart is sensitive to God because that's where all the changes in the power are. And that's a process. Jesus looked he, for certain traits, and God knew what they were, and he picked those men. You know, Peter lied and everything. We were just talking about Peter lied and did all kinds of things wrong, but he's still following Jesus around while he's doing it. The other ones were hiding. Peter just, you know, see the transparency. See, this is the transparency of Peter made him look bad. But it didn't mean the other people didn't have the same feelings. Peter had, but Peter had the actions, so it just stuck out. Amen? He did what he believed. He just didn't know himself. He had a misperception of himself and what Jesus was there for. Yeah, it's funny, all his disciples had a different view of him. Isn't that interesting? Judas betrayed him. Thomas doubted him. Peter lied about him, and John hid from all the problems. And you can go down the list. Isn't it interesting how all the disciples had different reactions to what God was wanting to do? That's why you can't measure yourself by anybody else. You don't know what anybody will be like under pressure. I, I don't know about you, but I, I, I think about that, like my confessions now. I say things like, Lord, help me never betray you. See, I don't trust myself. I trust him to keep me. To him who is able to keep me from falling. The instant you trust yourself, you're weak because you're not strong enough. But in him is where your strength is. If you think you can do it on your own, that's when you start to get into trouble. But if you, if you know that without him you can't. Like I don't even want to test drive my own courage. I want to have his courage. Can I just, I don't need to go on that demonstration ride. I want to be in him and then I'm, I'm okay. So skill is good, but it's not enough. The heart, the heart matters. Believest thou that I am not in the Father, but and the Father in me, the words that I speak unto you, I speak, this not of myself, but the Father that dwells in me, and he does the works. Jesus had a life where God could abide. That's the life that we're talking about this morning. You know, we, we want to minister to the community, but I'm telling you, first of all, you can't be the problem. Second of all, you've got to abide in God, because you really can't do much without him. Jesus said, apart from me, you can do nothing. Now, if you would, go to John 17, 21. This is Jesus' prayer. Listen, this is his prayer for us. That they all may be one as thou, Father, are in me, and I in thee. And they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that thou hast sent me. Obviously, he's saying that we could abide 
the same way he did with God. That's what he said. Now, that was his prayer. He says, I'm, Lord, I am praying that they can abide like you and I do. It was his relationship and abiding in God. Jesus said you have to abide in him. He's divine, right? Your heart has to be connected. Do you remember the genuineness? I, I can rehearse, I rehearse these things. I, I could sing God is the strength of my heart for like two hours and not think a thing about it. Because when I got born again and I actually got a hold of God, I remember the feeling of being forgiven. And I remember the emotions I had about seeing that he could clean me up and, and that he was changing my desires. That's a wonderful memory. I'm a memory guy. I'm nostalgic and even in the natural like. I could have an old thing in my house that was from 1940 that's really good shape, and then I can have a modern thing, and I can mix the two because to me it's all one life. I, don't, I, I see life as a journey, not as an, an arrival place. So I, I like old things and new things. So I like remembering where I was when God found me. I like remembering what my dad bought me when I was five years old. It's just my temperament is to accumulate all those memories. Now you build your memories to construct your life. I could recall all the bad memories if I want to. They were there and I remember them, but that's not where I learned much. I got delivered from the pain that they caused, so why would I want to go back and rehearse them? I got to keep my heart with all diligence, Proverbs 4 says, for out of the issues of life. You, you, you set up your memory bank so you do well. If you dwell on what happened to you, you get stuck. You don't have to be stuck in your history. Uh, I didn't say forget it, but you don't have to be stuck there. In the name of Jesus, be free. Truth in the inward parts. So invest where you are. We're talking about your community. Uh, I, I, th I think you should just find something to do right where you're at all the time. And I, I actually, this sounds so bad for a leader, but I prefer the low radar things personally. Like, like I would enjoy taking somebody food and nobody would ever know that but me. That's just, I call that great. That's a good life. I don't like the publicity. Isn't funny? God gave me a public job, but I'm, I've never been looking for that. I like all the under radar things like getting people socks or underwear or clothes or, or taking them, you know, all the stuff. I, I love that part of Christianity. There's, it's fun to just be a Christian. Everybody can start sowing somewhere into somebody's life and transforming the community. One at a time. One at a time. And we always think we got to do something spectacular. And I think the most spectacular things I ever did were the regular things. More joy. Able to think. Less hoopla. Less people around commenting on what you're doing. You're just doing it because you believe it. I said this to you before. I used to weep packing food boxes for people. I used to stand there. Tears run down my eyes while I put cereal in a box. You'd think I was crazy. Because I knew I was doing the will of God. Nobody around, didn't care who was around, didn't care who was there or wasn't there. I knew, I, he said, feed the hungry. Take care of the widows, take care of the fatherless, and go to the prison. 
You want to get your Christianity bubbling some? Pick up a few of those things and start doing them. God comes when you help fatherless people. God comes when you help the widows. He didn't come. He, he anoints you, but it ain't the same anointing when you get on TV as it is when you feed somebody privately in your life. You ask me which one I'd rather do? Done deal. I'll feed somebody privately and be in the presence of God. We're doing both. But your relationship is where your success is in anything. Apostle Joe Perosich and Pastor Rena Perosich pray that you have been blessed by this week's Believe Right broadcast. Chapter 14 and verse 6 from the book of John in God's Word tells us that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life, and that no one comes unto God the Father by any other manner than through accepting, believing, and confessing that the shed blood of Jesus has cleansed them of their sins and that He truly is the risen Savior and Lord of their life. For more on the gospel message of Jesus Christ, you can log on to our website at www.believeright.tv. There you can listen to older radio broadcasts and view our weekly television broadcast, along with finding out more about Apostle Joe Perosich, Pastor Rena Perosich, and MFC Ministries. That website address again is www.believeright.tv. TV. If you wish to contact us for prayer or ministry information, you can call us in the U.S. at 001-304-292-7283 or write us at MFC Ministries, 300 Highland Avenue, Morgantown, West Virginia, 26505 USA. Join Apostle Joe Perosich and Pastor Rena Perosich again next week at this time here on this station for another time in God's Word, which, when applied to our lives, will enable us to believe right for every area of our lives. Have a blessed week in Jesus.